Hey, it's me, Denise Lee, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast, where we help improve your mindset and your money. And in today's episode, I want to talk with you about unblocking yourself from your destination. This is going to be all about overcoming self-sabotage and just things that prevent us from achieving the things that we want to achieve, not just obviously in your business, but just in your personal life. So stay tuned for a very personal message from me coming to you after this short break. Hey there, and we're back. And I'm so grateful that you took the time out of your schedule to listen to the podcast today. It doesn't matter if you've been listening for your first episode. Thank you very much. If this is your first time viewing or rather listening, or you've been listening for some um, number of episodes, I really appreciate you taking the time out and listening. So um, thank you for that. This episode is definitely something that's near and dear to my heart, and it's because for the longest part of my life, I have dealt with anxiety and depression and fears and worries, and it's really sabotaged a good chunk of my professional life, and I feel like I'm now just slowly starting to come out from the trap that I put myself in. And this message is definitely for those of you who really want to make big moves, who really want to see their business see their see their business grow or really just make just changes and you know that you have the desire to, but for whatever reason, you're letting your fears and your anxieties uh, prevent you from either making investments into yourself personally, investments in your business, or just investments in general. And before I get into how we're going to do it, I think you need to understand a little bit more about me and where I've been so that you know that I'm not just blowing smoke up your butt, (laughs) that I'm actually really coming from it from a very sincere place. Because I think for a lot of times we might've heard people say, oh, well, they had that struggle and then they're a success. And they're like, well, it's not really coming from a place of I really want to help you. I really want you to succeed. It's more like, here's my pitch so that I can sell it to you. And I mean, obviously I understand we're all in business, right? We're all trying to like make money and whatever, but I really, my goal is for everybody who is listening and sincerely listening, they understand that I'm coming from a place of, I was really truly in this hellhole and I don't want anyone to stay in the hellhole if they have experienced what I have experienced. So that being said, I remember this was back in 2006 or so. I was working at FEMA and I remember telling a coworker, his name was Rick at the time. I was like, you know what? I I love to be a business person. I want to be a business person, but I'm going to be a business person way far out into the future. Um, I don't know when I'm going to retire and then I'll just start my new business. But for right now, I'm going to just be here at work, right? And I just knew, I always knew that I wanted to be a self-employed. I always wanted to be a business person. But for me, I just could not wrap my mind around quitting and relying on my own skill set, relying on my own ingenuity, relying on just who I was to grow my business. And a large part of it was I really needed people 
around me to affirm me. Like I needed people to tell me over and over and over again that um, I was doing the right thing, that I was special, that I, you know, was along the right path. I just needed those attaboys so much because for the longest part of my time, my life before then, I think about even my, when I was in high school and in middle school and whatnot, I, I, I was teased a lot, mercifully. I was called the weird kid. I was called strained. I had a hard time getting along with everybody, even right down to my, my, the teachers. And I didn't feel like showing up and working hard because every time I did get attention, it was a bad kind of attention. It was that negative kind of attention where people would just criticize and complain about what I did or where I was, what I was doing or who I was hanging around with. And so like inward, like I internalized the message that I was a no good person that couldn't amount to doing anything in business, so why bother? And so even though I knew in my mind, like in my heart, I really wanted to be a business owner, I really, I didn't know what that was exactly, but I just wanted to be in business. I didn't know what it, how it was going to manifest. But I, it was just something that I thought that once I have my cushy government salary or whatever kind of pension, that it would just, I could just you know, use that as security and then just build my business on the side. That's at least what I told myself. I thought that if I just worked at a job long enough, it was going to somehow provide me the safety and security so that I could probably, I could launch out later into the business world. Well, if you've listened to my other episodes about my past life, you know that it didn't exactly work that way. (laughs) It didn't work that way at all. Um, but throughout all of that, you know, experience, I, you know, I really, really never healed from a lot of traumatic incidents um, throughout my childhood, speci- specifically around my uh, my mother, um, be, uh, her be, uh, being abusive in all kinds of ways, uh, sexually, emotionally, physically. My father's just absentee, and just never really healing from all the trauma from that. So you have. To, had to combine is that I was basically socially awkward and then combine the, that with the fact that I had low self-esteem, it was a terrible combination. And I would love to sit here and tell you that, you know, I winked and nodded and smiled and clicked my heels and transformed into the woman that, that you're listening to today. And that's not, that's a, that's a straight up lie. I had to do a lot of work, um, work with therapists, work internal work and work with my coaches and just really questioning over and over every day, like who I am, what I, what am I doing? How, how do I want to show up? What do I want to offer? How do I want to ref- like show the world who Denise Lee is. It's been totally a challenge. And I realized something that I want you to understand is that your your level of success in your business is directly related to how you view yourself. Meaning that if you view yourself as a high achiever, if you're viewing yourself as someone that's worth listening to, if you're viewing yourself as someone that is worth paying attention to, like odds are you're going to put yourself in positions and situations where that will affirm that mindset. 
Conversely, if you're thinking yourself that no one wants to listen to me or I feel like a weirdo, no one wants to believe me, yada, 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 like guess what? The inverse is going to happen. You're going to isolate. You're going to be afraid. You're going to not do things that are going to help you go to that next level. I think about um, this one particular young lady I've been interacting with um, on a social media channel. And I swear, she really wants permission to become bigger than what she is. And, you know, she'll send me private messages, you know, all the time on the social media channel, like, hey, you know, Denise, I'm up to this, or Denise, I want to do this, or blah, blah, blah. What do you think? And it feels a little awkward because, you know, I'm not her coach, you know, and I'm not, I'm not, you know, in a relationship with her. Um, and I think I, but at the, at the same time, like, I remember she was telling me repeat, like, well, um, I like what you do. You know, if I know of somebody who would need coaching, you know, I'll definitely refer you to someone. And I'm just scratching my head and going like, it's very clear to me that you really want that for yourself. But why aren't you giving yourself that permission to get the resources that you need? And we don't know. I mean, we don't, I can't tap into the brain of somebody else, you know. Um, there could be lots of reasons behind it, um, none of which is worthy or necessary to discuss. But what I'm trying to say through this illustration is that a lot of us out here, you know, in the world, we're desperately trying to get help. We're desperately trying to send out that vibrational energy to out there in the world and saying, look, I really, there's part of me that really wants to spring free from where I am right now. And I'm afraid. I'm, I'm, I'm freaking afraid to do that either because I don't want to be judged. I don't want to be criticized. I don't want people to look negatively on me. I don't, I don't know what's going to happen next. You know, I don't know. And I'm afraid of looking bad. I'm afraid of all of this negative stuff. And here's the thing. I, I just want you to understand this and understand this for all I have to say from the bottom of my heart. Most people, for real, are not preoccupied with you. And I know that sounds insane, right? But it's true. Most people aren't preoccupied with you or your situation. And I know it feels like everybody wants to judge us. Everybody wants to think about us. Everybody is blah, 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 blah. But the reality is everyone's more concerned about what happened with their dog or their cat or their friends or their business or, you know, the latest drama that they see on ETV or whatever is going on in their life, right? Here's the fact. Most people aren't really concerned about us. And that also includes, if I may add, um, failed launches, right? Or failed um, biz, prior business ventures or whatever, whatever. Like, do not feel for a second, believe for a second that your your experience is good or bad, you know, you sharing with somebody does not mean that you are less than a person, right? That's not, that's just not true. That's not the case. So, you know, I'm sorry, I've been spending all this time kind of just doing all of this kind of prep work because I, I think it's just really important to share with you that for a lot of us, we are spending way too much time and energy, um, 
being afraid of things that aren't worth being afraid of, right? And then there's a lot, lot, lot more work that that goes beyond that. It's beyond the scope of obviously our time together. Um, I definitely have some resources, specifically um, my amazing attitude course uh, on my website, denisheetlee.com. Just click the courses tab to learn more. But right here, I'm just kind of just talking about, you know, why we set ourselves up for failure. And a lot of it, if we had to be really honest with ourselves, is because we have so much traumatic injury undealt with in our past that just spills over into so many different areas in our life. And it's just ruining the blessings that God wants to have. You, I call him God, Jesus. You call him spirit, universe, whatever you want to call it. But for me, he's my God, okay? And I know my God wants bigger things for me. I know my God wants to protect me. I know my God wants to help me. And I know that there is something beyond you that is guiding you to the place that obviously you're listening to this podcast, right? But there's another part of you deep down that just really wants to shake out of that because otherwise you still wouldn't be listening to me talk about this. (laughs) I mean, that's just a fact. I'm just being just 100 with you about that. So if you understand that, right? And if you believe that you are worth um, helping people, if you believe that your worths are um, worth pursuing, then what I have to say next is going to be like perfect. So now I feel like I've laid enough groundwork, you know, now let's dive into the actual meat and potatoes of all of this, okay? So number one, like I have like three steps here, but number one of our overcoming self-sabotage is, is examining what you're getting stuck, like your your current patterns. And I remember I was explaining like way in the beginning of this podcast, like my little bit of my story and where I've been and certain things that have kept me trapped. I truly, truly believe that if there is like a current theme that's going on in your life is usually tied to some past traumatic event. Like for example, for example, I remember, and this is just my, um, this is a personal example, um, but I definitely believe that it can translate into work as well. But I believe that um, I, I used to have really, prior to meeting my husband, I had some really bad relationships with men. And when I say relationships with men, I'm not necessarily talking about um, within a romantic standpoint. I'm talking about just colleagues and friends and everything was just so twisted in my mind about what I believe that how they were supposed to treat me as a man, how I was supposed to interact as a woman. Like it was all just sick and crazy and weird. And the reason behind all that trauma, like all that chaos and insanity is because I was not modeled what a proper adult male to woman relationship is. Like forget romantic. I'm just talking about platonic or professional. Any everything was just so weird and crazy. Like from what I witnessed as a child, as an early adult, I did not really understand how to function. Um, and so that it just spilled into so many other different areas of my life. And if I had to be honest with you, like a hundred percent honest with you, the reason why I didn't really want to um to challenge and ask myself about the those uh, those those beliefs, my uh, like those patterns, was because 
honestly, it got really familiar with me. Even though it caused me a lot of grief and a lot of pain and a lot of anxiety and a lot of frustration, I was familiar with it and it made me feel comfortable and therefore I just kept at it. Here's the thing. If you really want to get to the next stage of your personal life, your professional life, and just everything in between, you got to get sick and tired of your current situations and ask yourself what about your current situation you enjoy, Okay. Ask yourself why you enjoy it. And that actually brings me to number two is examine the reasons behind, you know, your 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 patterns. Not just examine like 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 themes, right? So number one is identify the themes, right? And then now like let's examine those patterns. Like what what exactly is that? Because for a lot of us, we um, we get so stuck on this merry-go-round of chaos and dysfunction, like we're not understanding why. Like for me, the satisfaction I got from um, these dysfunctional um, relationships that I had with men was because I enjoyed being a martyr, right? I enjoyed complaining to my friends. I enjoyed uh, not feeling independent. I enjoyed, you know, um, not feeling like, I, I was capable of. And I know that sounds crazy for some of you. It's like, why would you enjoy that? But the reality is, if I believe that, I bet you there's some pe- someone who's listening right now who's not in their head right now and believing like, gee, I kept myself stuck and limited because I enjoyed feeling like a victim and a martyr. Right, and that goes translate that to your business world. For some of you, I, I remember I was just talking with this young lady, and she was a um, she was in this um, administrative type. Thing for her business and she was eight years into it and she's barely really hasn't gotten too much success in her business beyond just a few clients here and there and I asked her like why and you know she said like well I I, I have a family and you know I don't, I'm like I, I have enough work right now but the reality of it is like the reality of she was you know as we were talking a little bit more she said that she was so fearful of being judged for what she her, her work she was so fearful so for a lot of us, like she was in her payoff that she was getting was the payoff of not being, uh, staying isolated and feeling like that she was protected by the lack of criticism. You, what goes on with you in your personal life? Like, I don't know. Right. I'm not going to play armchair psychologist if we've never talked or, you know, had a, you know, one-on-one interaction and we defined and talked about your history and your goals and yada, yada, yada. But I'm trying to say is that a lot of us who are staying stuck, we're staying stuck for a lot of good reasons. And so in order to, for us to break out into that next level of where we need to be, then we need to have a hard, good, hard look of why we are. And the last thing I want to share with you is that if you have identified and you understand your payoff, even if it's dysfunctional, right? Even if it's dysfunctional, right? We need to assign some, we need to have a game plan to like pivot from that. And I got this um, from a, a different coach and I freaking love it. And I'm going to just share with you and I'm going to probably repeat it in future podcasts because it's just so awesome. It is this concept called catch, cancel, and correct. So if there is a negative limiting belief, right, then what you like, let's talk about the power of the mind. Like if you think something negative, right? It is 10 times more powerful than a positive belief, right? So if you know that even just thinking it, right, is like can cause a lot of, 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 
of chaos and dysfunction if we, if you, because what you think about, you'll manifest, right? If you think about your full, guess what? You're going to surround yourself with people and circumstances that will affirm your your mindset that you're a fool. So we got to we got to pivot. We got to do something different. So hence, catch, cancel, and correct. So what it is, if you're thinking that you're a fool, or you're thinking that you can't afford something, or you think that you're not worthy of something, right? We catch it. We stop it right in this tax. We cancel it, right? We tell ourselves right there, Johnny on the spot, this is not true. This does not come from my God. This is not coming from where I want to be. And then we correct it with a new affirming belief, like I am worthy of investing in myself. I am worthy of doing this new business venture. I am worthy of helping other people succeed through my business, like, oh, whatever that is, like you define what that is. So often I've, I've met, like I think about some of my old clients and she was, I remember this one particular client, Jill, not real name, Jill. I'm just, just coming up with this, a name. I remember Jill was telling me like, Denise, man, I've been wanting to have a coach for for years, freaking years. And I've, I've had so many opportunities in the past to find coaches. And I, and I asked her, I was like, well, what happened? Was it because of my offer? Was it because of, you know, or what particular circumstance? And she, and I remember Jill was saying it wasn't even because of the timing. It was just the fact that I needed to get over myself, and I just got tired of making excuses. For a lot of us, like there just comes a point where we're just so freaking tired of making the excuses for ourselves. And so that that whole exercise that I was telling you about. Um, catch, cancel, and correct will just definitely help you get in that right direction of where you want to be and stop making excuses for yourself. Because I think for a lot of us, myself included, (laughs) we spin ourselves the crazy, stupid story that we are not worthy and we are not capable, but there is it is anything but the case that we are worthy, we are capable, we are amazing, we are powerful, we are strong. We are made to, to, to do amazing things in this world. So we cannot give ourselves any limiting things, right? And limitations comes from our, our, our can even come from ourselves, right? We might be telling ourselves things that are just absolute lies because for whatever stupid reason, we're, t- we're thinking that this is keeping us safe and this is keeping us secured, but it's actually doing anything but it's keeping us feeling like we cannot, you know, do different things, empowering things, because I believe that each and every one of the you guys who are listening, you are just meant to do amazing, powerful things in this world. And, you know, it may be like just getting a little bit more support or getting some more resources, like whatever it is. I I don't know what that is. Your journey is completely different from the other person's journey. So I don't want to just make generalities, but I will say this, that um, the biggest and fastest growth hack that I've had myself is just getting support and getting resources. So uh, let's recap um, our episode just to um, give some good takeaways. Um, so the first of all is that for a lot of us, we are have a limiting beliefs due to traumatic incidences or incidences where um, it cemented a, a 
a belief that was negative or a belief that was false about ourselves due to either harmful people, places, or situations. But there's good news. Um, we can course correct. Is We don't have to wait for someone else to be our own, our own hero. We can be our own hero. And that comes from identifying our limiting beliefs asking ourselves if there's any payoffs from it, even if it, because sometimes the payoffs, even though it's negative, we still enjoy it. So identifying, examining and identifying what, where, where it is and how we might be benefiting. And then lastly, like now, now that we know we have to catch, cancel and correct and uh, catching those negative ideas, canceling, telling them that we um, we can do things, and obviously, correct, correct can mean um, giving ourselves new affirmation. It also could be reaching out and getting support, whatever that looks like for you. So. That is it. Thank you so much for listening. I so enjoyed my time with you. If you've got any questions or comments, love to hear from you. Send me a message at hello at denisegelee.com. Love to keep the conversation going. And then um, if you would love to stay in contact with me further beyond that, connect with me on LinkedIn. Uh, LinkedIn. I love to connect with you there. And um I think that's it. Um, If there is a special episode or anything else that you would like me to share, I love to, um, if you reach me via, again, hello at denisegelee.com, I'd love to uh, talk about that long form. So that's it. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, Take care and be awesome.